This is what's happening. We're we're live, baby. This is this right here happening. Right now? Yeah. Covering you from your LB1 to your taxi squad. This is IDP Nation. Manning back. Bouncing fire to the far side. It's intercepted and running into the your home for the best in IDP and draft coverage. Daniel has time in the pocket, steps up, and he's going to be hit from the side, and he's going down. That's a sack. Here are the hosts of IDP Nation, Hollywood and Kyle B. Welcome to IDP Nation. I am your host, Hollywood. I'm joined by... My co-host, Kyle Bellefue. What's going on, Kyle? What's happening now? How you been, man? Well, I'm doing a lot better now since I heard that sound. <laughs> I know that sound very well. Uh, oh, do you? <laughs> I, you? You always smile, too. It's music to my ears. Right. right. Yeah. So we're we're a little behind here. Somebody decided to take a vacation in the middle of, of preseason <laughs> and delayed us here. I ain't mentioning no names. Kyle. No regrets, Daryl. No regrets. No regrets, man. No regrets. Okay. Good, I had a good, good time. Good. Well, we got somebody with us tonight. I mean, yes, we you do. just can't cast each other alone. We've got uh, the greatest idiot of all time, Sean. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, Sean? She's up, hose down. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? You know, just drinking 7.1s. Oh, I like it. 7.1ers. 7.1%s. Chilling. So, Just finished uh, a college fantasy football draft. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I don't know. You never really know. You know, when it first ends, you're just kind of like, for me personally, I always feel like I messed up. Was it a startup, a uh, rookie draft? I mean, what was it? It's a best ball, 26 rounds, a minute per pick. Ooh, There's quick a drop. couple of uh, big names in there. Uh, participating, I think it's uh, it was a fifty dollar buy in, and there's 12, 12 teams, six hundred dollar pot. Initially, it was supposed to be split sixty five percent, thirty five percent, but now I'm seeing it's three hundred for first, two hundred for second, and a hundred for third. So we'll see what happens. Best ball is kind of something that I always wished would have been around back in the day for me because I had like killer squads. Pretty well, all my best teams never won, to be honest with you. Like some of my best teams of all time, I would say my fifth best team of all time in my original college fantasy league uh, won it all. The first time it won it all. And uh, a lot of that has to do with my sit-start decisions. Ain't the sharpest tool in the shed up here in (laughs) old Canada. That's wearing right. my Tavon Austin jersey and my Montreal Expos hat, drinking my seven point ones. I, I see that hat and I instantly think of Vladdy Guerrero. Oh uh, yeah, Dennis Martinez. Uh, yeah, back in the day, that, that's a pimping hat right there. I so, can go uh, on for days with yeah, Expos yeah. players. I won't bore you though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we have. Uh, 
Kyle may not know this since he was on vacation, but we've officially entered preseason while he's out there living the life. Um, you know, you know, we do have a show here, Kyle, and you just up and take off on vacation, but whatever. Hey, like I said, man, uh, I regret nothing. I had a great time. So, Where'd you I go? know, I, I every year, me and a bunch of my buddies do a big uh, golf trip, golf like seventy-two holes, and over the weekend and. Get all shined up and have a good time. So and he and he didn't even invite me. <laughs> Not even a. Oh, I wish you was here. Nothing. Hey, probably oh, knew you. He probably knew you wouldn't even make it past six holes. <laughs> Did you say six holes or six packs? Same thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, man, you're more than welcome. Oh, Next now, year. now you invite me. No, that's not how this is working. No. Hey man, no, no. I'm, I'm I'm trying here, Daryl. Uh, I have to try hard. Yeah, he extended right. an he extended an olive branch. I heard it. It's it's been over a week. But, bottom trouble. line is he don't want to hang out with me anyway. Oh, uh, I do, Kyle. See, dude, will you can come up to Canada anytime, buddy? I'll buy you a poutine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for that. <laughs> Oh, shoot. Well, we might as well get into it. Preseason has started. I'm sitting here watching uh, week two preseason game. It's about to wind down. Patriots are just thumping the Eagles. Um, but before we get into week one, we got some news and notes. Um, I guess the biggest uh, news is um, the Suxonville Jaguars. <laughs> traded Joe Schobert to the Pittsburgh Steelers and returned for a 2022 sixth. And Jacksonville, if I'm not mistaken, I'll go back and double check, but I'm pretty sure they're picking up some of his contract. For, for me, that's a steal for freaking Pittsburgh. Yeah, if they're picking up some of the contract, for sure. The only I'm, reason to trade him really is uh... – well, number one, I think they really like uh, Damian Wilson. They gave right. him the green dot, and uh, everything I'm reading out of camp says he's a tackling machine. And, you know, I guess they must have felt pretty comfortable with him to move on. But uh, what was it, a $52 million contract? I think so, uh, yeah. That sounds Something right. like that. Yeah. So that's the only reason to move on for, what did you say, a six-rounder? Yes, in 2000, next year, a six-round pick. I mean, picking up some of the contract on top of that is icing on the cake, really. Yeah, I, I, I would have to agree. Like on the surface, it looks like Pittsburgh won that deal. Yeah, I think it hurts a um, couple things. I think it hurts Devin Bush. I love Devin Bush, but I think this hurts his value just a little. Um, I think it kills Robert Spillane though a little bit. Um, I think he's 100%. the one. That, yeah, I think mm -hmm. it hurts him a lot. Um, fantasy wise. It, it's weird because I actually seen in a few places people were saying they don't like this move for Joe Schobert as a fantasy option. I don't see much different. He's going to be the main cog for that defense, and he's got probably the best linebacker partner he's ever had in his career. Um, I know he had Miles Jack, but I'm not a big Miles Jack fan. Um Cleveland, he was kind of by himself a little bit. So I think with Devin Bush and that front line, TJ Watt, Stefan Tuitt, uh, Hayward, I, I, I think this may be his best team 
as a whole for him wise, and I think I think he's going to shine uh, up there in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, so my first thought was, you know, what what does this mean about how does Pittsburgh feel about Devin Bush coming off injury, and and do they feel like they want to take some load off his shoulders and bring in a guy like Schobert to run the show? It's kind of similar to what Jacksonville did because Miles Jack couldn't hold it down in the middle. He struggled. He's a run and chase linebacker, right? So put him on the weak side, let him run and chase, and he went back to that role, and he was much better. So, you know, Pittsburgh's all in. You know, they signed Melvin Ingram to, to give him a, an old vet on the edge to go with High Smith and, uh, you know, Quincy Roche, opposite of TJ Watt. So um, I read – I wish I could remember who wrote the article. Guy, the guy from The Athletic, um, I think it was today, said – Schobert's taking the green dot from Bush, um, taking some responsibilities off his plate. He looks, he's going to be the full-time guy. So, I mean, it, it's, you know, Bush is an athletic linebacker who can run and ch- run and chase and make plays and blitz. So it's going to free him up to do that. Just the biggest question is how many snaps does he, does he play? 85%, 80%, 90%. Is he, you know, Schobert's going to stay on the field when they're in dime. I would imagine if he's wearing the dot and he's holding it down in the box. So uh, right. how many, how many snaps does Bush play in, you know, uh, it's a big year for him, I think. It's a big prove-it year for Bush. So, um, you know, Schobert's going to be able to do what he does in the middle, and Bush is going to have to make some impact plays and uh, live up to the bill of, you know, what they expect out of him and show he's healthy. So um, I, I like it for Schobert. I think it's fine for him. I don't I don't downgrade him at all for the move. I'm pushing Bush down a little bit just because I'm unsure what is. I'll be watching that snap count early on. And, um uh, it's a good duo, though. Um, it, it makes makes sense, and for a sixth round pick, it's right. You know, you know they're they're in it to win it with Big Ben being thirty eight. So, right, um, Dooge. Too bad their O line sucks shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, very yeah, true. yeah it's very, <laughs> very true. But uh, as far as Schobert and Bush, I think it does downgrade them just a little bit. You know, both of them, but it might help Bush out. Like you said, Kyle, uh, taking some of the responsibilities off his plate. Maybe that's what they realize, you know? Yeah. Uh, he, he can't handle he it. Because he is and, a little inexperienced. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, is this what, year three? And, and just let him fly Let him fly the ball. Right, let him, right. You know yeah. what I mean? Let him yeah. let him be a, a predator out there and, uh, you know. And the other thing I want to mention about that is uh, Melvin Ingram getting moved to linebacker by MFL. And there's been a couple moves like that that they just recently uh, posted. And uh, I think it's time for true position, you know. I think it really hit home to me that, hey, <laughs> we don't we don't need to be at the mercy of what somebody decides somebody's position is, whether it's right or wrong or however many snaps they have at that position, what have you. I think that true position is the answer. And I think that we got to move to it sooner rather than later now. Yep, and you're a big proponent Absolutely. of true position. I mean, uh, you have really stood on that hill and beat that drum for that, and uh, I, yeah. I agree with you. I think that needs yeah. to happen, and we'll get to Ingram here in a minute. I know we have a uh, in our trade segment something about it, so we'll get to him a little bit. But yeah, I agree with you on that. Me, me too. That's uh, it's it's such a tough deal because you got guys that are pass rushers standing up and that's what they're there to do they're not you know tj tj watts not there to cover you know melvin ingram's not there to cover he's he's in he's there to rush the passer whether his hands in the dirt or he's standing up outside it's uh, i i agree with you dude it's it's time to uh to go there out right um seattle seahawks 
we knew this was coming when they traded for him, safety Jamal Adams. We knew when this happened, when that trade happened, we knew this contract situation was going, it was going to rear its head. And it did. Um, if you've been following him, he come out in uh, social media, specifically Twitter and said, you know, if you're going to play me as a linebacker, I won't pay it as a linebacker, uh, which I think for him was a freaking super smart move because he sort of bluffed him in a way. I, I don't want to say that he bluffed him, but he was playing the game. You know, if you're going to play me at linebacker, you're going to pay me at linebacker. They kind of got scared. And real quickly, the two sides come together and they gave him a four year, $70 million extension, which takes him through 2025. And uh, he received 38 million of that up front as a guarantee. Um, <laughs> I think it was a smart move by him. He got what he wanted, you know, right away. He got what he wanted was the payday. Um, it was smart by Seattle to pay him because he's not only one of their top 11 defenders, he's one of their top players, period, offense or defense. So I think with some of their deficiencies, they had to secure him up. Now, he's the highest paid safety in the league. I think with that, they you have to be careful sometimes with these extensions or these signings because at some point it's going to catch up with you down the road. And, and how are you able to manage your team with such high contracts? I like it for them. Uh, through 2025, I think it's a good deal. Um, and it's smart because if they'd have had to pay him as a linebacker, they would have really been screwed in my opinion. I'll let I'll let the uh, the safety man himself, Duge, uh, give his thoughts here. I think it's a smarter move for Seattle. Um, I think it's a fair price. I think they'll be back at the table in no time. You know, like uh, yeah, right. It's just the way it is nowadays with these players. They're gonna come back to the table. They're gonna push for a new contract. You can't blame them for getting every dollar that they're worth in in a cutthroat league you know where when you're hurt you're done and and that's that but i I think it's a fair deal like given the market and uh you know his teammate bobby wagner makes what 18 19 mil i think so yeah yeah Yeah, that sounds right so you know it's not that bad really and he does play like a linebacker that's yeah. his value you know like uh he comes up the line he blitzes he sacks quarterback that's where you know yeah that's where his bread is buttered yeah uh, he's he's a little bit of a liability in coverage if you ask me and uh <laughs> but still overall i think for seattle it's a good deal and i think that probably the the uh salary cap for this year and next year is why they were able to get him at that price. So I think it's a good deal on both sides. It needed to be done. Like you said, they had no choice. Once they gave up all that draft capital, I mean, you know, they're handcuffed. And 
I, I just always picture uh, Pete Carroll, you know, like what he must be thinking with some of this stuff nowadays, you know, like right. I'd be re I'd be ready to retire pretty soon <laughs> if, I, if I was him, you know what I mean, with all these modern day players, you know, whining about, you know, this or that or like, you know, Daniil Hunter kind of stuff, you know, I was happy as hell when I signed that contract to begin with and I got all my guaranteed money, but now I want a new contract. Right. <laughs> You know, <clears throat> yeah. Not saying they don't deserve it, but it's just a different day and age. Yeah. Nobody, on, nobody honors their contracts. Nobody, you know. It's all about what have you done for me lately, and mm -hmm. if I have done something for you lately, then I want more. And if I haven't, well, I'm not willing to give up any of it, really. Some guys are, but it's rare. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't see it very often. That's for sure. Yeah. I agree with you guys. It's a solid deal. And, you know, like, like you guys alluded to, they, they allocated some uh, pretty hefty capital to get, to get to Mel Adams. So um, deal that was going to get done and solid price. And uh, I mean, he's going to do what he does. Like you said, he plays more like a linebacker. He does the safety and it's great for IDP production. So um, keep on keeping on, man. For sure. Um as many of y'all know, this afternoon, some uh, some terrible news. The New York Jets defensive end Carl Lawson will miss the entire 2021 season with a ruptured Achilles. I hate this for him because he was actually having such a good training camp for them. You know, they're getting C.J. Mosley back. They've got a defensive-minded coach in Robert Sala. Um, just a lot of things, in my opinion, was lining up for him. And this is awful. This is a big blow for the Jets because he's probably one of their better players, especially defensively. Um, just a huge blow for them. And before I kick it to you, um, if you're looking for a super cheap buy low option right now, go get Bryce Huff. Last week he had, what, three tackles, two sacks. I know it was preseason one, but – you're, you're kind of limited at this time of year, unless you're doing some startup drafts, you're kind of limited with who's available. So you're, you're really going to have to dig deep. I know all three of us, we play in some leagues where it's super deep and you're having to dig. Why not go take a chance on a Bryce Huff? Now they do have. Um, uh, John Franklin Myers. Yeah. And the other guy, I can see his name and I just can't think of it. Um, Jabari Zuniga. Nope. Oh, help me, dude. I know you know Amakar my name. Rashid? Nope. Yeah, they got him, but that's a, this is a veteran. Um, <laughs> Lewis? No, not Lewis. Oh, what is his name? It's, it's right on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, he's probably gone, but, but Huff is out there in a lot of leagues, and you can pick him up off of waivers for cheap. It's worth a gamble. Um, he's moved up a spot now in the pecking order um, with Lawson out. You talking Vinny Curry? Nope, not Vinny Curry. Man, I can't think of his freaking name. Um, I was waiting for uh, Dude to say Hamilcar. <laughs> this he's Ronald around, Blair? Nope, not Ronald Blair. He's been around a couple years. Oh, what is his freaking name? But where a D tackle or a D? Yeah, what, what he's a D in for the Jets. Well, we named everyone that I yeah. can 
Like you got John Franklin Myers, Vinnie Curry, like he said, Bryce nope. Huff. Nope. Hamilcar Rashid. Zuniga. Nope. Ronald Blair. Nope. Well, you're inside, obviously, you got Q and you got Sheldon Rankins and Foley for Fadukazi. But, oh, yeah. Shit. I'm going to have to look this up because this is going to drive me nuts. But go ahead and talk. Oh, while Blake, Blake Cashman? No. Nope, nope, nope. I don't know who you're talking about. I don't either. I'll tell you. On the line. I'll tell you. Kyle Phillips? That's it. Kyle Phillips, yes. From Buffalo? I, I went completely stupid for a minute, but yeah. I mean, he's probably going to get a shot. Maybe some of he's these hurt. Yeah, How he's on the buff. Plus, oh, I'd okay. much rather have John Franklin Myers than him. Yeah. See, for me, yeah. with Lawson out, I'm take, I'll take a deep shot chance on a player like um, Bryce Huff. Oh yeah, no Bryce Huff. I, I mean, mean, it's good cheap. player. He's he it's played well cost too. You nothing, and yeah. you know he's going to get an opportunity these next two weeks to show, especially yeah. with with Lawson out. So, but yeah, that's a huge blow losing Lawson because I have him in a few places, and he's one of my top DNs, and I'm like, oh, this is not good for me. So, yeah, no, it's I feel got to feel for Carl Lawson. He was just having a an awesome camp. I mean, everything you heard was he was just tearing it up. Um, it, it was a, a lot of, a lot of people were, were touting him as a big breakout candidate this year. I know our, our buddy Z Megs wrote a, wrote a really good article on it on, on, uh, on him breaking out. And, um, it's, I just feel really bad for Lawson because, uh, you know, it was lining up for him to get his, get his shot here and, and really make a name for himself and just a really a fortunate injury and definitely a big, blow to the idp landscape because a lot of mm-hmm. you know a lot of managers who have lost and are going to have a hole at defensive end it's a tough spot to fill um and yeah i i'm i, I like the bryce huff call hollywood i know he's your boy and you've uh you <laughs> yeah were, i'm a little partial yeah no he's a good player too i loved him coming on memphis and um i mean i don't expect him to you know jump straight into a starting role but if you're strapped for even if even if he's rotating in on passing downs i mean the dude can get after it um yeah, worth a, and if you're worth strapped a for a, a deep player at that position, you know yeah. you can pick him up off waivers. He's a good addition. Hey, as as our as our good friend Johnny the Greek says, for the price of a mouse click, that's, that's it. right. It's all it costs in most leagues. So yeah, Bryce Hoff and John Franklin Myers, uh, I take a shot. Uh, I like both those players. Who you got, dude? Who you got? I see those wheels turning, buddy. I'm not a Huff guy. I don't own um, the injured lad. Anywhere, I kind of had a gut feeling, I guess, but um, I liked him at Auburn, and I, you know, I, I don't hate the guy, but he's never really produced um, big numbers, so I've always kind of been weary. I thought if he did have a shot, it would be this year under Salah, and unfortunately for him, we'll have to wait another year to find out if it is an Achilles. That's you know, in my mind. Uh, I don't like to count anybody out, especially nowadays with modern medicine and just athletes' mindsets. But and if it's if it's an Achilles, it's kind of a death sentence for me, you know. So, yeah. I mean, it's too bad for Carl Lawson. Um, I like John Franklin Myers myself. Um, yeah, I'm not a big Huff guy, but uh, you know, there's you know, an opportunity for somebody, and that's what you look for in IDP, right? You look for. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, in any uh, in fantasy in general, you know, do you have an opportunity? 
And do you have a skill set to capitalize on an opportunity if given absolutely uh, the snap? So, I mean, it opens some things up, but I'm not overly uh, excited about that particular um, opportunity myself. I, I do own John Franklin Meyer shares, but and I know some smart guys that like Huff. So, right. but I've just I just never uh, been on them. No, so that's we'll fine. see. I mean, I, I like the difference of opinion. I mean, that's what, to me, that's kind of what makes fantasy so good. You know, um, you're looking for that next long shot. You're looking for that next man up. You're looking for, as Dude said, that next guy with the opportunity. Um, you know, John Franklin Myers, Bryce Huff, everybody's got their own opinion because in reality, you don't know until you see it happen with the teams or whatever. So, I just like the different views, the different opinions. I love that. Um, Cleveland Browns safety, Grant Delpit, suffered a big setback with his hamstring injury, uh, reported a few days ago. I've never been a big Delpit guy, although he was super talented coming out of LSU. You know, huge, I want to say Jamal Adams-esque in a way, um, somewhat. Uh, big tackler in the box safety a little bit, but you know he's he was hurt as a senior. He's kind of been hurt last year. Now he's hurt again, so I don't know what to do with him. Luckily for me, I didn't have a lot of shares because I just wasn't a big believer in him. So I don't have a lot of shares of him that I have to do something with. Um, I imagine if you drafted him or picked him up, well. If you picked him up, probably not. But if you drafted him at the time, you probably have a little bit invested in him. So you're probably going to stash him on your IR if he's eligible or on your taxi or something like that. But uh, um, I just I just don't see it happening for him. Yeah, this is um, <clears throat> it's a tough deal for, for Delpit after last year getting injured and missing the season. And, and another soft tissue injury here. Um, Gosh, it's uh, definitely not not what you want to hear. You know, it's been a tough go for him so far. And that uh, safety group, you know, they, they have John Johnson and, and Ronnie Harrison and and him. So it was kind of like, how are they going to, you know, they're going to put them all on the field together. How is that going to work out? How is Delpit going to look when he finally gets on the field? Because, I mean, um, I don't know about you guys, but he had, I saw a lot of them uh, tackling uh, Wolves at LSU. <laughs> you know, good player, but. Boy, he had you know a little bit of work to do there cleaning that up. His, his open field tackling was always a, a little shaky. Yeah, to, that was the to issue. To be honest, right. to be honest, yeah, good player, good range, good versatile skill set. But yeah, that, um, but anyway, uh, just kind of want to see him on the field. To be honest, and it's definitely a bummer. I f- feel for the dude with another injury here. But um, yeah, just hopefully he can heal up and get out there because we we've yet to see what it looks like. You know, dude. Sorry, uh, there's some cutting in and out on my end here. I was kind of thinking about shutting her down and restarting my computer. I don't know what's going on, but uh, yeah, tackling was the issue. Uh, I think it was a little bit overblown. I think athletically, you know, he is, uh, uh, he's not Jamal Adams, right? And I think that the LSU thing is why people compare him to him. But I do own some shares because he was cheap enough, right? Because of those tackling issues that 
um, Kyle spoke of people kind of drop him down. And I was like, well, that, I'm comfortable with where I can get him now. Yep. But uh, I never, ever overspent for him or anything. Um, but I do believe in him athletically. And, you know, but it, I'm, I'm a guy that, like, I'll trade injured guys all the time. Uh, if you're uh, damaged goods, you're damaged goods. And I'm willing to let somebody else wait and take the shot, you know. I do it every year. Like, I traded Derwin James to Hollywood Titan and you know <laughs> I'll probably end I'll, I'll probably live to regret it but yeah, that, that's the kind of stuff I do you know like yeah. uh, once you get that sort of tag or moniker in my mind I'm done with you well at least you know either way however it works out you're consistent right. in in your process of what you're you know that way you, you're not regretting the move whether it works out or doesn't it's it's the you know, the way, the way you operate. So I'll say it hardly ever comes back to bite me. Hardly right. ever. I'll, I'll say that. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and I'm kind of with you to a certain point. There is a few players that a la Derwin James, I'm willing to take that gamble because of their talent. If they can stay healthy, I know what Super they can do. Yeah. You know, they're elite. Freaking and, you're, and you're getting them for cheap. Yeah, exactly. You're getting him for pennies on the dollar. He's an elite freaking superstar stud. But the caveat, as you say, is injury. We've seen this. I think the thing with Derwin James is people are so scared because of Keanu Neal and what happened with him. You know, he had back-to-back seasons where he was just decimated with injuries. Then he come back, and sure, he played a full season, but he wasn't the Keanu Neal that we knew. Now we're a year past that. It looks like maybe now that he's in Dallas, maybe he's bounced back a little bit. Maybe he plays some more of that in-the-box linebacker role. Um, I just think Derwin, if you can get these two years of injuries behind him, he's a stud. So, like you said, with what I – you know, you're probably getting him at a cheap value right now. I think it's a no-brainer for the potential. Now – Am I right? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe Dude comes out looking like a bandit, and he's like, "I told you, sucker, he sucks," and so be it. No, but- I'll never say he sucks. Don't ever get that confused. I just, right. I'm gonna try to recoup some, and I'm always in win now mode. Right. So you know, I needed some assets last year, and what's a valuable piece that's not gonna affect my roster in the here and now? Derwin James, you know, and, and I, I think he's going to bounce back and have a great year. Like, I, I love too. the kid. I, I think he's, you know, he's a superstar in the league. He just needs to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And I think he's the type of guy that can do it. Yep. And, you know, I think I'll probably end up regretting that. But I'm always going to try to do whatever I got to do in the here and now. And I'll, I'll, I'll always play to win every year. And if I lose that, then... I don't know. I think I'll probably probably uh, hang up the old fantasy boots. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't let you do that. I, I like our yeah. uh, our banter play. and camaraderie too much. Yeah. I'll make play you to play win. Something. Oh yeah. Um. So moving along here, um, while we'll stay in the uh, AFC uh, North, 
Cincinnati Bengals are not expected to an agree with to agree with safety Jesse Bates on an extension in his contract year could be a franchise candidate in 2022. If they don't get a deal done, I definitely think he's a huge franchise um, tag option. Um, I know they have Von Bell, but with what Jesse Bates has done in his short time of his career, they can afford to let him walk. Um, he hits they free can agent. or they can't? They can't. I mean, I don't think they can. I think they have to have him there. Um, are they going to be able – they need to sign him now, I think. You know, between now and the time he hits free agency, they got to get something done. Um, because as good as he is and with what he's done, if he hits free agency, it's over. They're out They're out of the equation. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I think that's a deal that gets done. It's just a matter of when. Um, they, they can't afford to, to let Bates walk. He's a big part of what they do, and that's an up-and-coming defense. Um, so – you don't want to lose the one guy that's – the defense hasn't been good. You don't want to lose the one guy that's been good as your defense is getting hopefully better in their – you know, the pieces they're putting around. So that that's a deal that will get done, I think. Agreed. All right. Uh, moving along here. Let's see. Uh, New Orleans Saints defensive back Patrick Robinson – has retired after 11 seasons. Um, pretty good career. I wouldn't say Hall of Fame by any means, but a good, solid career for him. Um, just somebody else that they're going to have to replace now with Jackrabbit gone, and now him, they've they got two corners they got to replace. Yeah, I mean, let, good, solid career. 11, 11 year, uh, 11 seasons you got. Yep. Let 11 seasons, good, good, solid career. Um, and, you know, New Orleans drafted uh, Paulson Adebo and they signed Brian Poole to play the nickel. So they're, you know, then they got Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to move around a bit. Um, yeah, but no, good, good solid career for Robinson for sure. Saints are in trouble. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I said it on here previously. I'm taking yeah, the under on their, on their win total. Uh, I see lots of problems, you know. I always did, even before the – Michael Thomas stuff. Uh, never really liked uh, Michael Thomas's. Um, mm, I don't know. I, I don't want to say that I know what's going on there because I don't. But uh, you know, uh, and I typically love uh, what people call cancers in, in the locker room. But uh, he's just one of them that I don't for whatever reason. And I think Drew Brees um, was perfect for him. And I don't think that there's anybody you know, that's going to be able to do what needs to be done in order to throw to that guy on, on slanting ins and, uh, you know, in, in breaking routes like uh, 10 to 15 yard ins and, and digs and, and, you know, you need extreme accuracy, even on the outs, you know, where the ball is placed, ball placement from breeze, you're not going to be able to replicate that with uh, Winston or, um, uh, what's his face at a BYU that I'm blanking out on right now? But, oh, shoot, uh, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, yeah. yeah. You know, and it seems kind of seems to me like I don't know. I just uh, and I'm a big believer in Sean Payton, but yep. um, and I know I know they got a D, and you know they got Alvin Kamara, and you know 
you can replace wide receivers. Like I, I don't really believe that. Uh, you know, Michael Thomas is a big loss, but then you also got Jared Cook to replace. And I just, I don't know, I'm not feeling uh, New Orleans and the salary cap. Uh, they're under the gun and just, I think they're, they're in trouble. And Paulson Adebo, I liked coming out of Stanford and uh, I was higher on him than most. And I know you were too, Hollywood. We spoke about him, but um, yeah. I've been reading the reports in camp, uh, mostly because I'm trying to figure out about Kawan Baker uh, out of Southern Alabama, whether, you know, he he's running with the ones right now, but he hasn't done anything up to this point in camp. And I've uh, been reading all the one-on-ones. You know, there's a beat writer down there who, uh, who gives um, – who won each rep, you know. Uh, and Paulson Adebo has been getting – roasted from what i'm reading like uh there's a lot of times when he's getting beat for big gainers and touchdowns so and uh i think it's winston or winston Aesop jr out of washington state he's uh he's had quite a few touchdowns and uh, and some of them have been on a table so there's a pac 12 connection there and I think maybe just some size might give him some problems. You know what I mean? If you box him out and, uh, or, you know, but I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the tape, so I shouldn't really say much. I'm just going on what's written. Right. Good stuff, man. Um, moving along here, San Francisco, they signed safety. Ha ha Clinton Dix. Um, I don't know that he's going to stick. Um, you know, they got some younger guys that I would rather see them roll with. Um, I do. Funga. Get it, yeah. Hufanga. Talanoa Hufanga. Yeah, for sure. Didn't they Talanoa also. Talanoa knows didn't, how to party. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't they also sign um, the former Ravens uh, safety? Tony Jefferson. Tony Jefferson. So, He's on IR. Yeah, yep. so I kind of get the leadership, the veteran presence of those guys because I think you do need that. Jimmy Ward's, Jimmy Ward's the man. Many still got what's his face, um, Jaquisky Tart. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Look, Juke out. It's a, it's a crowded room. It is. Yeah, I, but you know, for me, I would who's really healthy. Be, you know, I'm gonna be the guy there. You know, roll with the young guy. Well, ha Clinton Dix, I mean, he's more named than anything else. Right, right, right. But, I mean, depending on how many roster spots you have, like in our DWC league, I pretty much had to pick the guy up because I have the Hafonga share, because I have the um, Chakriski Tart share. You know what I mean? I got to make sure that I have one of them playing. <laughs> and I think I have Tony Jefferson, too. I definitely have him in uh, in DGEN because he had three years left on his contract, and you know, at fifty percent uh, off your off of every year, I wasn't going to cut him with three years left at whatever. I think I pay him six hundred thousand dollars a year or something. So I'm not going to take the fifty percent hit times three. I'm only ever going to lose money. I, I only want to lose money for the one year. I'll take the half of a salary hit 
And, you know, if I really have to, I'll take the whole hit, but I'm not going to pay more to cut a guy just out of principle. Right. Yep. I agree with you on that. I'm not going to uh, bite the bullet no more than I have to. Um, And with 70 rosters, I should say, in that league, 70 man rosters and 20 taxis for guys with less than three years. Well, actually, you got 15 rookies and five guys that you can put on with less than three years. Right. Um, Seattle Seahawks, they released defensive end Alden Smith. Um, You know, last year he had the huge year right out the gate with the Cowboys, you know, the first few games. And I'm like, now's the time. Mama, don't let your children grow up to be Alden Smiths. That's right. That's exactly right. And, you know, I I was surprised, you know, he'd been out of the league for five years for freaking everything under the sun. Didn't ever think I would see him back in the NFL. And uh, miraculously, he made it back. Kudos to him. Started off good, and he had that, what, two or three sack game ran out the gate. And I was like, now's the time. Mm -hmm. If you're ever going to sell him and cash in, now's the time. And I couldn't believe it, the number of fantasy owners, excuse me, fantasy managers that were asking me, should I hold on to him? And I'm like, no, you're, if you're going to sell him, you will never, ever, ever get more than you can for him right now. And three, four, five, six weeks later, I'm still getting the same questions. I'm like, you should have sold him back weeks one, two, or three. And here we are a year later. I'm still getting some of those same questions. I'm like, your window has passed. Just cut bait. He's done. That's what Seattle done. Um, sometimes with these players, the window's so small for you to sell. If you don't jump on it right then, you're kind of screwed. I mean, you are. You're really screwed. I know it's hard to, oh, he's back and he's going to do this and do that. I get it. I've done it. I've been there. But with Smith, it was the writing was on the wall. If you didn't sell in those first two or three games, man, you missed because you could have got a major haul and come out like a bandit with him. Or just got anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I ain't got much to add. You nailed it. Um, my, my thoughts, too. When we, yeah, we were- small window. Yeah. And uh, I somewhat disagree that it couldn't have gotten better and that you couldn't have, you know, extracted a little more value, you know, with the way things were going last year. But in retrospect, I mean, hindsight 2020, and it is a small window for a lot of guys and uh, it happened to be the way that way for him as well. And old habits die hard, you know, like uh, some guys are just always going to be in trouble. Yeah, it's, uh, one of them deals, man. I hear you. Um, so moving on to the next uh, bit of news here, Daryl has down. The Jaguars are rumored to be possibly trying to trade cornerback CJ Henderson. Um, mm-hmm. What uh, What are we thinking there? Well, that's been in the works for a while. And yep, yep. He's doing all right in preseason. You know what I mean? He's yeah. uh, 
I think it's kind of a mutual sort of thing. Right. He he wants out, and they don't want anybody that doesn't want to be there. And you know, yep. he, he would he, he get taken what sixth overall, something like that, seventh. Um, so he, he he was up there. Yeah, yeah, it was early. It was early. Um, yeah, yeah. you know, a new regime in there now too. Like you said, if they, if somebody doesn't want to be there, um, right, they don't want him, and then they they're trying to build a culture. Right, they drafted Tyson Campbell in the second, which is a guy they chose. You know, yeah, no, I, I think he nailed it. It's right. It's it's a mutual thing. He wants out. They don't want a guy who doesn't want to be there. Um, guy they spent good capital on, who's played fairly well. Just like you said, one of those well, situations. I'd be making that call though. You know, if oh, I yeah. had if I had that the right situation, salary cap wise, and yeah, I mean he he's still on his rookie contract, but like. You know, they just sold Schobert for a six rounder and they took some right. salary apparently. So, right. You know what I mean? They're, they've showed a willingness to move on from somebody who, you know, they're not happy with and or that doesn't fit what they want to do or that's not happy with yeah. being there and doesn't want to go through a rebuild. So, hey, yep. yeah, why yep. not? You know, try to get them on the cheap. And then, you know, like you said, with the Schobert deal, they, they showed they're willing to to make it happen. Right. It, the, the, you would think the price would be pretty reasonable seeing as they tied a bunch of resources in the money in the showvert and said eight, eight, some of it took a sixth, even though they spent the first round pick on Henderson, you'd think they're willing to, if he doesn't want to be there, take whatever fourth rounder or something. You yeah. Know? Right. Like, yeah. Day, you probably get a day three pick, like you said, fourth rounder and, and you're getting a good player. I mean, you need a corner. Make Like you said, something, dude, something I would, yeah. Something I would never do. Like, in my fantasy life, right? right? I ain't taking somebody in the first round and selling them for a fourth. He can die on my roster. Right. But, but I, I think you see with these new coaching staffs when they come in, it's always quote unquote my guy. And if you're not their guy when they come in, a lot of times they're kind of looking to sell. You know what I mean? Um I I, I have a feeling he might stick around. I'd make the phone call, but I feel like he might end up – both sides might win each other over, you know what I mean? Like, I think right. it was more to do with the previous regime and, right. you know, he was, he was upset with where he was. And now he might be like, you know, I kind of like the way this is going and uh, maybe, you know, the new coaches. Uh, I think he could maybe end up staying there because they may not like what kind of offers they're getting either, you know. And mm -hmm. particularly with what they did with Schobert, everybody's going to lowball them now. That's so exactly. I could see him sort of sticking it out and I could see them, you know, playing him, you know, slot corner even and trying to get his value up. Yeah, I dig right. it, man. Uh, moving along here, um, free agent Michael Kendricks, linebacker signed with the San Francisco 49ers. A good pickup for them. Um don't know Definitely. that that helps everybody. Yeah. Don't know that that helps everybody fantasy wise. Uh, does it hurt Warner? Does it hurt Greenlaw? Your all's thoughts? No. I don't no. Know. Greenlaw and Warner all day. Um, they ain't coming yeah. off the field. Depth signing. They don't have a ton behind either of them. I mean, Aziz Al has, has played some snaps and been all right. But yeah, they're just, right. there's just not much there. So they're they're looking to, to get back to a dominant team that they were. And um, you, you got to have a little bit of depth there. So that's that linebacker. So it sounds, that's what it looks like to me. So, 
I agree 100. percent Hate to agree, but that's that's the way, that's the way that's the fact, right? <laughs> yeah. They, they don't have they don't have fuck all at, they don't have fuck all at linebacker. Mm-hmm. They just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, moving along, we got a few more here. Dallas Cowboys defensive tackle Neville Gallimore is out four to six weeks with an elbow injury. Canadian. Yeah. Canadian I, Neville I, Gallimore. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I hate from, that from him. Ottawa, Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Yeah, I hate that for him because I felt like this could have been maybe possibly his year. You know, I believe that too. Yeah, year two, you're catching on. You you've learned the ways of the NFL. Now you can kind of settle in and and get that grind going. And I thought maybe this he could have been that piece for them. So I hate that. And and he still can be. He's he's out four to six weeks. So you're looking at what uh, week. Roughly week four, week five of the NFL season, and then he's gonna. Yeah, but I wouldn't expect it just to be like bang, he's back. Yeah, you know, like it might take a little longer, and it was just a shame. I saw it live, and I knew as soon as I saw it. Yeah, yeah, just the way his his arm got trapped, and uh, that can be uh, that's tough, you know, uh, especially as a D lineman. Like I don't think people really realize exactly. You know, like you're like uh, not trying to say you're doing this purposely, but it's not just uh, four to six weeks. You know, like you use your arm yeah. as a D lineman to ex- extend and you know tip and rip and everything else. Whatever moves you got is all mm-hmm. premised on first punching with your arms as D lineman, and elbow injury is no joke. And yeah. mentally, it's no joke. It's true. Right. They that's say it. four to six weeks, but that's four to six weeks before you come back. And right. then you've got another two, three, four weeks, depending or more, depending on what injury you've got, that you've got to get back in shape. You're kind of restarting again. So, you know, I think he's a mid-season candidate at best. By the time he gets back, rehabs, gets back in position week eight or nine, I think he's a good option then. But – the first it's a it's a, this a big just, loss just, to their to their defensive line interior. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is I think this is a really big loss to Dallas. It's a big loss IDP wise for a defensive tackle league because I like Gallimore as well. I really liked him going to Oklahoma. I thought he had a heavy set of hands. He was good at, quick off the ball. I thought he was. I was just waiting for him to get a shot. And but yeah. I, this is a big blow to that Dallas D line because interior they ain't got much. They got Carlos Watkins, no. Tristan Brent, Hill, like Tristan Hill, Brent Urban. <laughs> they, they got they got their third round pick out of. Uh, oh my god! UCLA. Everybody thought Tristan Hill was the next big thing. Oh my! But look god. at look that's at all who, the, that's who's gonna step up as a kid out of UCLA. Odigawa. Odigawa. Yeah. he's a good. If I remember, he had a really good Senior Bowl, I believe, and had a good pre-draft process and stuff. Right. Was solid, but yeah, uh, like he's gonna, he's gonna have to step up because that interior the interior is just brutally and, bad. And you need pressure, right? And yeah. only certain people can give you that. Yes, yeah. you need to push. I mean, how many times do you hear it? You know, you got your stud quarterbacks, you got your diva receivers, your your freaking Iron Man running backs, and your your stud linebackers or whatever. But over and over again, you've heard it. Game D line is the most important position in football games are one in the trenches you can either keep that front four front three off of you or you can't and that's where it's it used to, it used to be o-line 
and now D-line is the most important position group in football. Yep. I, I saw this that transition about three, four years ago. Yep, for sure. Um, and and so I just want to say one more thing. No, go ahead. The Canadian philosopher wants you to think about something. <laughs> the elbow is the knee of the arm. Yep. So think about how bad knee injuries are considered. And now you want to consider elbow injuries nothing? The elbow is the knee of the arm. Just think about that. Yep. Man. Oh, we, we done got philosophical here. We're getting philosophical here with the Dr. Deuce. Dr. Out of Deuce breaking it straight down out of for us. Canada, Expo's hat on. West Virginia so, wearing jersey. That's some 7.1% metaphysics. Hey, that's <laughs> that's the best kind of metaphysics is the 7.1s, man. I hear you. Um, moving on here. Um, Pittsburgh, they restructured the contract of defensive end Stefan Tuitt. Uh, I think he had a career year last year, the year before. I can't remember with 11 sacks or whatever it was. Um, but this is a great move uh, for Pittsburgh because it frees up 6.34 million in cap space. Um, which Got I think over it. Maybe yeah. they could get an O lineman. <laughs> yeah, maybe they could get a guard. <laughs> Which this happened before they got hey, over so Kendrick, maybe this was a precursor to getting him, you know? I saw Kendrick Green just got pushed right into the backfield. Like, I kind of liked him coming out of Illinois. I thought, you know, he could be a good center. I just saw uh, I'm not sold on that at all. I was thinking, you know, maybe that shores it up a little bit. They are hurting on the O-line, hurting. They're in big trouble. Big trouble. I don't see Pittsburgh. I, I don't. They're about a 500 football team. You know? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I would agree. I can see them getting off to a decent start again and then tanking again. Same exact same thing, except they ain't going 13 and 0 or whatever it was to out the gate. No, that's an They, they might go They'll like. never do that again. That's, no, that, but that's I mean, they, they might get off to like a 3 and 1 start or five and two or something, and then they're just going to get croaked because they got no O-line. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Absolutely. And then our last two. I I don't know their schedule, though. If I looked at their schedule, I'd be able to tell you exactly what they'd be coming out the gates like. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Um, Maybe we can look at that later. But our last two pieces of news and notes is a, a couple of trades. Interesting with what they have, you know, with, uh, and I'm talking about the New York Giants with uh, Logan Ryan and Adoree Jackson and some of those players, but they made two trades, not huge trades, but it it was interesting to me. They traded Isaac Yadam to Green Bay in return for Josh Jackson, and they traded a 2023 sixth to the Houston for Keon Cross. And I don't think Keon Cross is a major player by any means. I think he's a depth piece. But trading Yadam for Jackson, that was interesting to me. Uh, it's not of- It's not that interesting because Josh Jackson got roasted in the last preseason game. So Green Bay was going to cut him. So they went and got somebody they probably liked a little bit more. That was on the market. <laughs> Steelers are in trouble. <laughs> I'm looking at their schedule now, and they are fucked. What's their schedule? What's their schedule? They will, They are not even going to be 500 team. 
What's what's their first five games? Well, I'll tell you all their games. So they got the Bills right out the gate. Loss. No, I'll be interested in that. Raiders. Win. Bungles. Win. Packers. Loss. Loss. Broncos. Ooh, Daryl. <laughs> I think they'll beat Denver. Seahawks. They'll lose that one. Well, yeah, I think they might lose one of those games that are, that you think are winnable. So Browns. Bears. Loss. Win. So look, they're looking at 500 the way you're talking, right? right. Lions. Win. Win. Chargers. 50-50. Yep. Bengals. They're going to lose one of those games to the Bengals. Probably yeah. going to go one and one. Ravens, Vikings, Titans, Ooh. Chiefs, Ooh. Browns again, Ravens again. Oh, shit. You Steelers know they, are in trouble. You know, they might be a oh. sub-500 team. 7 and 10, 8 and 9? Be lucky to be 500. I think 7, 10, 8 and 9 is where they're at. Ooh, that's rough. Mm. Mm. Wow, that's a. Uh... Sorry to interrupt, but no, 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 you're fine. That's 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 fine. That's uh. Point, What's their win total point, in uh, point Vegas? Take, point taken on your Pittsburgh call. That's a tough uh, run. Man, that is rough, dude. Well, you got you got no old line. Yep. And you got an aging quarterback. They better hope Najee Harris is everything they think he is. Well, it don't matter if you don't got an O line. I don't care how good you are. True, but I'm just saying if he's not, they what got they them at a nine is, nine wins. So they're saying they're going to be nine and eight. No way. No way. They're no no. But way. but they got the over at plus one hundred five and the under at minus one twenty five. So Vegas feels the same way. Yeah. That tells you exactly. Wow. Yeah, they're. I'm with you. They're 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 in some shit right now. I think eight. I think seven, ten, eight, and nine is where they're at. Their D will keep them in games. They will, you know. But I think offensively they're going to struggle. I think Cleveland's past them. I think maybe Cincinnati splits with them. Uh, Baltimore, that's always tough. Maybe they split with them. Um, if they're lucky. If I like lucky, I like yeah. that Cleveland team too, man. Yeah, I do gonna, too. I like that Cleveland team a lot. Yeah, they're just in a tough division. Yeah. I like Cleveland. I like Baltimore. Cleveland, Baltimore. I might, I might even like the Bengals more. You know what I mean? Like they're, I, I, I like them to split at least. I'll say that yeah, much. I could see that. You know, with Pittsburgh. I could see that. But – you know, I right. think they're going to kind of wind up in the same. If I had to bet, you know, I'd take the Steelers over the the Bungles, you know, overall. But still, there could be – they're the third, maybe the fourth best team in their own division. I think they're third. Yeah. I think they're third. I think putting – now, I think Cleveland is clearly probably the best team of that group um i wouldn't I think, count out baltimore i wouldn't count them out no uh i think pittsburgh and cincinnati are going to fight for that third spot but it's going to be close 
But I don't see playoffs for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, they could be out. You're very right. They could be out. I don't see them doing 10-1, 13-1, whatever it was they started last year. They're not going to reciprocate that this I'm year. I'm not even really sure why they didn't let Juju walk. You know, like you got Deontay Johnson, you got Chase Claypool, James Washington could have filled in as a three, you know, you got, like, I think people are too high on Juju. Maybe they, I guess probably market value, they got a good deal on him, but you could have used yeah. that money elsewhere. And I really don't understand why they didn't address O-line, you know, like Kendrick Green, I think they got him in the third round, but like, man. You're you're expecting a lot out of uh, I don't know I mean you're you're putting it all on your coaches in a way, and I love uh, Tomlin I think he's probably one of the best coaches in the NFL but I think that Pittsburgh's in a big I think Pittsburgh and New Orleans are kind of two teams I'm fading this year. Yep, definitely could be in trouble for sure. Both of those. Um. Good stuff, man. Um, before we move on to some of the other stuff, you know, we got a few bills to pay. We want to thank myfantasyleague.com because they sponsor our listener league, they sponsor uh, Debbie IDP Grind Campus to Canton League. Uh, they're just on top of it. Gary Davenport does such a great job with the position changes. I do not envy him at all with some of those uh, decisions he has to make. But for the most part, you know, everybody's pretty satisfied with what he does. You can't make everybody happy, but he does a good job of that. Uh, they're always quick and responsive to any issues I've ever had with MFL. So we thank them for partnering with us on our listener leagues, all that good stuff. Um, and then we want to go next. We want to mention uh, – Action 24-7 Sports, it's for Tennesseans, by Tennesseans. Uh, you have to be in the state of Tennessee to use them. But what a great gambling site, uh, just as good as any of the big boys. Clean, easy, simple-to-use site. Um, right now, if you've been waiting on football, it's here. Uh, we're just a few weeks away, college and pro. Uh, if you want to make your deposit, your first deposit using the uh, promo code Hollywood 100, they will double your deposit up to 400 bucks. So if you make a $400 deposit, use our code Hollywood 100, they're going to give you another 400. That's 800 bucks you got to gamble um, with. And uh, they've got all kinds of deals going on. Uh, even if you don't like to gamble, you, for money, you just like to play for free. They got so many good things. They got a hundred thousand or a hundred K free play right now. Um, they're giving customers two opportunities to win a hundred K during the first uh, weeks of college football and NFL. Both are completely free. Go check out their website. Easy to find. Um, they're using weekly promos leading up to college and NFL Wednesday through Saturday. All customers get a 30% deposit boost um, and the boost will be uh, code-based, so stay tuned for social media. And that. They got MLB parlays every day of the MLB season. Build a five-leg parlay, and they'll give you a 50% refund if it doesn't hit. Uh, I mean, day in and day out, they got all kinds of things going on. Follow them on social media. They're giving things away. They're giving away free bets, um, all kinds of good stuff. And 
you know, anytime that you support them, you're supporting us as we have a few link costs that we have to cover. Uh, so we thank them for parting, partnering with us. Um, did I hear a 50% refund? You did. If I fuck up? If you build a five-leg parlay on MLB and it doesn't hit, they'll give you a 50% refund. 50%? Yes, sir. They're, they're on it. They're, they got all kinds of stuff going on. Five-legged parlays. Yep. And if you're in the Nashville That's area. That's a Kyle Belfoy special. I know. And if you're in the area, they are out at some of the local sites. You can get some free swag, all kinds of good stuff. Um, one of our biggest sponsors, and we appreciate them so much. We thank them. And before we get to the main event and the rest of our talk. We're now, just what have they got for the Steelers and the Saints win totals? I, don't I might know. blow my $800 on both of those. I don't know. I'd have to go look. Um and then we got uh, Trophy Smack. If you all were following the FF Expo this past weekend, you saw them walking in there with uh, championship belts and rings and all this good stuff. It's amazing what they do. If you'll go to my Twitter page, I've got them pinned to my uh, Twitter page. They got so many good things. The championship belts are amazing. Rings, trophies, plaques. They've even got stuff for losers. Um, they, they really do. They've got biggest loser stuff. I mean, they got all kinds of things. So go basically check Basically Titans gear. Oh, oh, that's a low blow, Ten Kyle. You're fired. You're fired. Tennessee Kyle. Volunteers I gear. Even, I didn't even say anything. This is your Tennessee fault, Volunteers Kyle. losers gear. Yep, Kyle's fired. McDonald's bag trophies. Hey, that's legal now. We can give out all kinds of McDonald's bags now. But go check them out. Get all your championship trophy stuff for your league. Winner. I want a strap. Did you ask them how much for a strap for DWC? I want a DWC strap. We're going to mail it around, whoever wins. Okay. Well, I will definitely get with them and check on that. But they got, man, those, me and Kyle's looked at them before. Those belts are bad. They're ass. cool, man. Yeah. yeah. They are cool. They are cool. Oh, yeah. We're getting one for sure. Sweet. All we need cool. is Hollywood's drunk ass to do something with his life. <laughs> and figure out how much you can get it for, and it's done. I'll pay. I'll, yep, I'll we'll put see what I can. we'll put we'll put that Canadian other Canadian fellow on the strap for year one. And we'll I'll, I'll give I'll deliver to him in person. I'll drive two hours, and, and I'll meet this guy in person, and then I'll I'll take a video so we know what he looks like. Awesome, awesome. We will definitely do that, but. Anytime you, you hear me, Perma, Perma, you hear Perma. me, boy. Oh, he's here. I'm gonna bring the strap to you in the MTL <laughs> with my Expos hat. <laughs> uh, so, anytime give me you that strap, Hollywood DWC strap. We will make it happen. Anytime you support our sponsors, you're supporting us, and we thank you so much. Um, so now, main event week one. I don't know. Kyle, I don't know if you got to see a lot since you were on vacation at one of the most important times of the year. But hey, you know, whatever. Don't be ridiculous. One of the most important preseason. Come on. Yes. You yes. gonna put a, you gonna put some stock in the preseason, are you? 
Kyle's had four months to go on vacation, and he waits till week one of the preseason when everybody's just on pins. Kyle and can go on vacation whenever he wants. No. Thank you, dude. He's earned that. Thank you. He, he ain't missing it. anything week uh, one of the uh, preseason. He's missing a bunch of guys that people are going to miss on because they put too much stock into week one of the preseason. There you go. It's all happens about every year. It happens the best time for him to take a vacation. Every year. There is so much hype, so much buzz this time of year. It is insane. Stupid. Oh, so, it is. It is. So-and-so had eight sacks this week, and he's playing four stringers, you know? I mean, it's just crazy. Javen White's going to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> J- Javen White at a UNLV. Right. David Carr said he's going to the Hall of Fame. I bought that shit. I, I bought it. I bought it. I, I, I took it. You got to know Javen White, Las Vegas Raiders? Yep. You should. I picked him up a couple spots. Yep. Just in case. He's a Hall of Famer. Never know, right? Exactly. You got to get those Hall of Famers on your rosters, man. Week one Hall of Fame. <laughs> so, I mean, there is, I mean, we joke. I mean, it's, a, it's as me and dudes kind of alluded to here, the hop is just out the roof. It's, it's crazy, but there is things you can pick up. There's some things you can learn uh, from preseason games, you know. Um, big thing is we're cut back from four to three this year. So I think this week, I heard it earlier. Teams really don't know if they're going to treat week two as the dress rehearsal, week three. I think you could see a mix. I think you're going to see some teams this week do it. Some teams are going to wait till that third game to do it. But uh, week one, is there anything preseason-wise in week one that stood out to you? Uh, maybe somebody caught your eye that you're like, okay, maybe he's got some potential. Um Maybe he's worth a stash. Anything like that that stood out to you? Maybe it's a stud that we all know are going to be um, is going to be the guy. Like uh, I'll, I'll start it off. Washington, you know, Jamin Davis. Everybody's on Jamin Davis. Only played a handful of snaps versus New England week one. Can't really tell a whole lot, but the one thing that stood out to me was his speed. Um, you know, the first few series, his speed and range stood out to me. That's something they haven't had the last few years. That's going to be a game changer behind that defensive line. We've talked at length about how good their D-line is, those safeties with Curl and Collins. Now you get a player like Jamin Davis playing in between them. Yeah, he's going to be good, but that's a game changer for them because they've had veterans like, Bostic, and they've had Ruben Fosters that just didn't quite pan out. I think Davis can be that guy now. Um, yeah, I, I agree. And the other uh, rookie that um, I'm just I've been a huge fan of since I got to see him play at Tulsa is, is David Collins. When he was out there, looked like the real deal. Um, uh-huh. That's my dude. Uh, he played well. Um, that's what I, what I was hoping to see. So I know it's just preseason, but Right, and I was more unimpressed. Uh, yeah, I was unimpressed with, too. 
like uh, was was Zayvon Collins, and maybe that's not what you were gonna say, but he had that the first couple snaps he had a, a nice rep. Right, but, but I, other than that, I wasn't really impressed with Zayvon Collins. Yeah, he was he was kind of limited, but I was the only way to be impressed only- with Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly no, what I was going to say. The only reason well, to be I, impressed I, I with Zayvon Collins is when you got him next to Isaiah Simmons, who they're playing out of position. Seriously, like they need yeah, to do but something. Simmons almost to me, and, and correct me, both of you, if I'm wrong. But Simmons, to me, at times seemed like he was his head is spinning. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was playing linebacker, but he was trying to play it like a safety, safety. and you you can't yeah. do that. And and you're right. His head was spinning. The game was too big for him. It was too fast. I didn't get that from Collins. Now, Collins is going to make some mistakes. He's not the best player on earth. But, man, you know, to me, Simmons stood out for his deficiencies more than Collins did. For sure. No, yeah. I I thought Collins had a couple of nice plays that that getting downhill and and, – and being disruptive, so I, I liked, I liked what I saw. Yeah, there's gonna be bumps in the road. That'll but, uh, be one game this week that I'm tuning into is Arizona. You betcha, for sure. Because I'm watching, I'm watching those two linebackers. I'm watching Collins and Simmons because yeah. everybody thought Simmons was gonna be the guy a year ago, and, and like Dude said, his head was, it was clear as day. His head was spinning out there. He was lost. Mm. Um, Parsons look good. Um, yeah. Where does he fit in with LVE, Jalen Smith? I think Keanu Neal's going to have a little bit of an impact playing down as an inbox safety. Well, they already said that that they like Parsons at Keanu Neal in the nickel. So right. that is um, that's that is a situation of avoid my eyes, other than Parsons, because I don't know what to make of it. Um, I think Trip, our buddy Trip, um, he had uh, shared an article about it, and he gave it the old carousel uh, emoji because it's gonna be a <laughs> it's gonna is spot on. Um, shout out Trip, yeah, that's that's a carousel. That, yeah, I love Parsons. He's gonna. Be I don't know field. if it's the Canadian internet or the Tennessee internet or the ball sack of Canada internet, but you guys are cutting <laughs> in and out on me. <laughs> and I wanted to mention Jalen Thompson for oh, yeah. uh, the yeah. Cardinals. That's somebody yeah. that I've uh, picked up recently. I heard that they were high on him. And uh, I used to think maybe Deontay Thompson out of Alabama might take that, you know, safety role. But now uh, I'm starting to think Jalen Thompson, if he stays healthy, yeah. might be a decent um, – what would that fellow say there, your buddy, The for the price of a click of a mouse? Price yeah. of a mouse click. Yeah. Yeah. Jalen Thompson. And wasn't Jalen Thompson, wasn't he the guy that they picked up off of the supplemental draft? Yeah, fifth round supplemental. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of – he was playing ahead of Sean Williams and his, uh, his banjo, was he playing or was he hurt? Um, I don't remember. I've, I've not heard a lot about banjo. But anyway, he was um, – Banjo, banjo got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, but, but Jalen Thompson was, was playing ahead of Sean, uh, Sean Williams, so. Um, yeah, I like that call a lot. Price of a mouse click. Price of a mouse click. 
greatest that be, idiot of all time. That should, that should be on a T-shirt. Um, Johnny DeGreek. And no uh, switching to Atlanta, Tennessee. I don't know if y'all watched that. Of course, I did. Um, Harold Landry is what he is. You know, he's an eight to ten sack guy. They brought in Bud Dupree. I think that's going to help. But you know, last week preseason one game, take what you want from it. Rashad Weaver, you know, he busted out with a big performance. Um, be interesting to see what he does this week uh, against Tampa Bay. Um, if you got a taxi spot, taxi spot for him, he's a good guy to add because, like I said, Landry's an eight to ten guy. If Bud Dupree's not healthy, doesn't pan out, then Weaver is probably the next guy up. It looks like Vabral really likes him, so he could work his way into a rotation. But I, I don't think it's heavy. It's going to be Dupree and Landry, and Simmons is going to be those main three up front. Um, but if you got a taxi spot, he's he's. Like Kyle said, worth worth the click of a mouse there. You know, put him on your taxi squad, stash him away. Looks good there. I like it. Did uh, did you guys get to see any of the uh, Ravens Saints game? I did not. I thought, um, dude, did you get to see it at all? No, sir. No, I I thought I thought Patrick Queen looked good. He had a he had a sack and uh, he blew up a, a swing pass screenplay. Uh, I thought Patrick Queen looked looked real real solid. Um, so that was good to see. I know, you know, he got, he didn't grade out very well last year. So we'd like to see him take a, a step here in year two. Um, he looked, he looked really good. Uh, I thought from what I saw. What about the other Chris board, Chris board do anything. So Malik Harrison got to start next to him. Um, I believe he came off in subs. Um, it, it sounds like board and fort might be the backups right now. And, and, and Harrison would be the starter next to queen, but I don't think, I don't know how much, you know, Harrison's not going to play. And is he going to play, what, 60% of snaps? I don't know the other guy there. You know, if it, if it is, I was always a Chris Board fan myself. I loved him coming on North Coast State. Oh, my God. Chris Board. I like Chris Jesus Board, Christ. man. Yeah, yeah, I like Chris Board. Chris Board. Yeah, what's oh. wrong with Chris Board? Jeez. Hey, if the Ravens like him, you should like him. Damn it. Yeah, it, Harrison was the guy next to Queen. There, <laughs> you but, two um, motherfuckers. I can't with you two. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. God uh, damn. Hey, whatever, man. Now, Justin Houston's another guy. Got moved to linebacker. Right. Yep. So I don't know what games y'all watched of the preseason. Is there anything out or the first week? Um, just speak up. I mean, um, I think Jalen Hawkins for Atlanta, the safety, I think he's going to be pretty good. Um, you mean somebody, that guy I tried to th- get as a throwing in in a deal a couple uh, weeks back from oh you? I ain't talking to you, okay? I'm done with you. <laughs> did, Jalen did you guys, Hawkins. Did you guys – I didn't watch the game, but the, the Rams game, did you hear uh, the Ernest Jones deal there? He had the dot. The and, green dot. Yeah, and and uh, apparently, I um, wish I knew somebody that was on Ernest. Uh, let Jones me finish, Ernest. Jesus! And you can gloat all you want. And apparently, Raheem Morris said that he hit the wrong button and he couldn't communicate the calls to him, or oh, something I didn't messed say up. That. So if you'd listen, I'd, I'd tell all you. I'd tell you all about it. Then I'll you could talk about how you were on right forever. Now. If I was up there, I would. God damn it! So apparently, Raheem Morris said he. 
hit the wrong button or the thing wasn't working. So Ernest Jones had to make all the calls on his own on the on the drive as a oh, real wow. So I don't know if I'm buying it. I think he might have did it to him just to throw him in the fire and see what happened. But he did a good job, and he wasn't even getting anything coming in from the coach. He just just uh, had to make it on, on the fly on his own. Ad libbed. Yep. Yep. That's uh, so that that was pretty interesting. I thought. And well, yes, you know, if that's true, yeah, that's how do, pretty freaking impressive. Though. Though. I don't know. I didn't covered. I didn't get to watch it. That's just what I heard. Uh, was that that went down or whatever? Through the grapevine, through the yeah. Canadian ball sack grapevine. <laughs> yes. The ball yes, sack sir. of Canada bringing you the hot takes. <laughs> you betcha. And Daryl's been on Ernest Jones forever. So we'll pat you on the back there, buddy. Not me. <laughs> I'd do it for you, I baby. I'd do it for I you, baby. Shit. <laughs> Perma pat me on the back. Perma loves. But that. There's that's a that's a situation though to, to really keep an eye on that Rams linebacker because there's a lot of Kenny Young Young talk going on and um, it's to see how that really ends up uh, we don't really know yet so yeah who's gonna be Corey Littleton exactly I mean the the Ernest Jones bit there is pretty cool I thought it was pretty cool pretty interesting to let him I think they probably did it to him on purpose to throw him to the in the fire there but uh, yeah I mean a lot of Kenny Young buzz coming around there and he's been in the system. And uh, I'm really interested in the safeties there, too, for the Rams because Taylor Rapp was making a lot of noise in camp, and they really seemed to like him in the box. And uh, Jordan Fuller is wearing the dot um, call yeah. in place is what they're what they're saying when it, when it gets to be the regular yep. season. So, you know, Fuller and they like Rapp up in the box. And Burgess is a super – Terrell Burgess. He, he can play, he can play uh, safety. He can play – Slot corner, he could probably play a wide if he really had to. Um, yeah. Really like him, but yeah, that that safety group is a really good group. It's going to be. Uh, I, I like. I've always been a Taylor Rapp fan, so I like to hear that he's he's showing well in camp, and they really like him in that box role. Even though I think he's playing free safety, and Fuller is the strong safety listed, but that doesn't really mean much anyway because it's mostly no. it's mostly left right safety. It's not. Yeah, you know. got to be interchangeable these days. Exactly, and especially you know and the thing is, uh, I believe. Um, the beat writer Jordan Rodriguez, she does a great job covering the Rams. Said that um, you love her. She's she does a great job. Um, she said Raheem <laughs> Morris, Raheem Morris is keeping a lot of the concepts from that Brandon Staley defense because it works so well, and he's kind of adapting his language to. So those those uh, safeties definitely are going to have to be versatile and, and be used all over because that's that's kind of the deal there now. So I'm excited to see that group and keep an eye on who that linebacker is going to be. Yep. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I know Dooge, me and him's kind of talked about one of these guys, but Denver, he's he's automatically thinking uh, Drew Locke, but that's not where we're going here. Um, I know Dooge is the biggest Drew Locke fan I've ever met is the Love Dooge. it. Love it. Um, but on the record. Think, yeah, it's on the record. Balls Absolutely. of steel. You can yes. hear them clanging. Yeah. When I walk, they just yes. go clang, clang, clang. I don't, right. I don't go for the low hanging fruit. That's right. I go two, for the hot takes. Two IDP that blow up in my face. Buy, two IDP buys that I'm getting. One of them is a low hanging fruit. Is Patrick Sertain? You know, he showed right away yeah. uh, early in that game how talented he is. But one that me and Dudes kind of talked about is uh, safety, Caden Stearns. For them, 
Mm. Had a big hit in the back of the end zone to blow up a touchdown chance there. Um, mm -hmm. I, I really like him and his fit with Denver. I think he can make a huge splash for them. And he's battling uh, Kyle's guy, Jalen Johnson, at Indiana. Yep. Yep. My boy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And he looked kind of good from depth, right? Right. But I think Caden yeah. Stearns has the inside track on uh, being the box safety. So yep. to me, that's more valuable. And, uh, yeah. you know, he's still got what? Uh, Kareem, um, Kareem Jackson. Jackson yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously Justin Simmons. So, mm -hmm. you I know, kinda, basically I'm avoiding uh, all that noise. If I could maybe get Caden Stern cheap, even though I didn't really love him coming out of Texas, to be yeah, quite frank. But maybe that's wise, you're maybe not taking them this year, but looking forward, you're jumping all over Stearns because, like you said, you can get him pretty cheap, stash him away on your taxi squads. Uh, Simmons and um, oh god, Jackson, Kareem Jackson. Kareem Jackson's not got a lot of left in the tank. Um, Simmons is a little bit, but you know, when his contract's up, what do they do with him? So, you've always got to kind of look ahead, in my opinion. You got to look a couple years ahead to see oh, what's sure. coming down the pike, you know? Yeah, but you can't be too far ahead, and it depends how many roster spots you got. True, like in, in our deep leagues, sure. Yeah, but, but all it, three of us play in, for the most part, all three of us play in leagues that are super freaking deep, right? So right. In, those, in those cases... But most of your listeners probably don't. Yeah, but if you're playing in redraft or if you're playing in basic... Um, oh shit, I call it basic. One defensive lineman, one linebacker, uh, one defensive back... No, you're you're not taking Caden Stearns because he's he's not going to be a factor. Um, yeah, but you're not taking him even up until like seventy roster spots and twenty taxis. You know what I mean? And you're taking him because you got fifteen of those twenty that are rookies. You know what I mean? You're going to roll the dice for sure on a on a guy in a deep deep league, right? But. I'm not taking him in a Yahoo league like oh, some God, of these no. other Yahoos that I don't even you know, play listen. Yahoo. Me neither. I, I I quit them a long time ago. I, the only Yahoo every, I know every, is Kyle. Well, no, I'm talking to. Uh, oh, Perma. you're talking about leagues formats. I got talking you. to Permafrost. Oh, Permafrost, Permaho, Permatwat. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got you. I know who he is. But I mean, you really gotta, you know qualify what you say sometimes because some people they just like honestly how many people are i guess if they're tuning into an idp nation they're you know hardcore but it depends how many roster spots you got you know what i mean you, you really got to be cognizant of that yeah and I, th I, th I think me and kyle goes over that a lot you know you've got you've got people that play in basic leagues one, you know, like I said, a minute ago, one linebacker, one defensive line, one defensive back. I get it. So we kind of got to give you that, you know, the players for that. Caden Stearns, he's not that type of player. Um, if you're playing in redraft, redraft leagues, he's not that type of player. If you're playing in shallow leagues where you've got, I don't know, 
20 defense, five rookies. He's not that type of guy. But when you get into leagues like me, you and Kyle's in, we know the value's there. Now, is the value there this year? No, most likely not. It would take a lot maybe, for it to maybe, 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 maybe. Is it there next year? Possibly. You know that the odds go up a little bit, but you got to be patient with some of these rookies because you've got a Justin Simmons, you've got a Kareem Jackson in front of him, so you got to wait for one of those guys to. What's move Kareem on. Jackson's contract? Oh, he's in, a, he's in the last year of it. So see, see, I'm buying with that info right there. I'm buying Caden Stearns because. Unless right. Jackson has a light out season, he's done, and Caden Stearns is the next man up. Or a Jamar Johnson, Kyle's yeah. guy. Yep. No, I, I'm, I'm a, I, I don't, not that I don't like Caden Stearns. I just, I'm a huge Jamar Johnson fan, but I like the call there. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Kareem Jackson's in the last year of his deals, which is why I was, not only do I like Jamar Johnson, the player, but I like him after the year if, if Jackson's gone and he gets a shot. Yeah. Right. It's a solid role. Yep, he's a UFA in 2022. Yep. yep. So with that in mind, so both I, those guys are good for next year. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's, it's going to be a battle, Johnson and Stearns. Mm-hmm. Who's going to step up and assume that role? Well, everything Actually, I've been reading out of camp is you know, and you know, in the NFL draft and and uh, everybody's assessment of uh, Johnson is like. You know, he lacks physicality. I personally think he's uh, – and maybe it's just because, you know, the big games that I saw him play in Indiana, he stepped up. But, uh, you know, he, he doesn't have and, – and I wasn't a Caden Stearns fan, like I said. But I think now, right now, the way I'd have it ordered is Stearns over Johnson. And, you know, there's a chance that Stearns can take over as soon as this year. No, no, definitely not out of the realm. Yeah, I mean, if Jackson falls on his face, you're right. There's an opportunity there for sure. You know, uh, you know what blew my mind with the Green Bay game that when I watched it was that's the best I've ever seen Oren Burks work. Look, really? He, yes. Uh, Campbell sat, so Barnes started, and Burks started next to him. And Burks played pretty well, considering what you know. Um, out of Andy, out of Vanderbilt. So I love Oren Burks. What is this for him? him? Is this year three for him? Is this, this is this is this is the last year of his rookie deal. I'm pretty so sure. It's year four then. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, or uh, maybe he has one more. Gosh, I can't remember now. Now, now I'm second guessing. But uh, it's either year three or year four. Yeah, it, um, he he actually played pretty well, and I was pretty surprised. Um, he hasn't really. You know, there was high hopes for him when we drafted him out of Vanderbilt. He was that. Uh, See, me too. Know, I, I bought a lot of shares of him. Sure, so did I. And Man, I was, I, just, I, 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 I written him off. You know, he's a good special teamer, and and they, you know, they used him at outside linebacker some last year to try to when they were a little thin there to try to get him out there. But he played well. I not that he's. I'm definitely not saying he's making a run for a job right now, but it's uh, if he could string a couple of games together, maybe he's you know next man up type of deal, which I didn't think he was. But Kamal, Kamal Martin hasn't been very good in camp. Um, he got dinged up, and he, he just, he's just he been behind the rest of the group. Um, he's been noticeably behind Ty Summers from what I read. 
And, um, you know, it's been Barnes and Campbell. They like Barnes or the dot. They like Campbell. They, they like his ability um, to cover and his athleticism. So we're going to hopefully see some more two linebacker sets. So, so if we put you on the spot and you had to bring in a third linebacker, Barnes and Campbell's your big two, who's the third guy in your opinion? Well, I mean, I would have picked Ty Summers easily because he's smarter and he knows he, he's good at what he does. He's he's a good he's good against he's fine against the run. He just can't cover. But if Oren Burks is going to take another you know take a little bit of a step this year and show what we thought he could do, if he puts another game or two together, you know maybe he is next man. But you know before this, I would have definitely said Summers just because you know what you're getting, and Burks has been a big question mark. You know. Reliability wise, but um, but yeah, he he noticed it played a lot better, and that's uh, something we'll be watching Saturday to see if we see that again. Cool, cool. It's just been we've been waiting for this. I know you're a Burks fan too, Daryl, and we've been waiting to see a little something out of him. This is the first yeah. Time I mean, I've I've been patiently waiting, yeah. and I keep hearing this clock in the back of my head tick tick yeah. tick 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 tick. Time's running out, yeah. so I kind of need to see something from him. Well, I think I'm he's. Go- Yes. I'm, I'm going to have to move on with my fantasy teams. Right. I think he's well behind Barnes and Campbell right now. But, you know, like you said, next man up thing, if injuries happen and they do, he's, you know, right. he's in the, it seems to be in the mix. What you think, dude? What's your, what's your thought process here, brother? On the Green Bay Packers linebacker yeah. situation? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I have a lot of Chris Barnes, and I've been trying to buy him up cheap everywhere. And yeah, um, yep. I had previously tried to uh, handcuff him with uh, Kamal, uh, and now I've gone back and uh, some. I've, I had dropped him in places, but um, I picked him back up again. Uh, Devonder Campbell. And other than that, I don't have any plays. Um, I've never had any shares of Ty Summers. Um, I don't have any shares of Warren Burks and never have. Um, to me, it's uh, Chris Barnes is a great buy, and yep. he's pretty cheap. And then Devonder Campbell, like Kyle said, and uh, – Outside of that, Kamal Martin is the only other guy that I really consider because I know that they were high on him and they liked him, but he's got injury concerns. And uh, that's all I have for you on that situation. I, I was with you on Martin too, dude. He was the guy I was grabbing behind those two. Barnes is the guy. But I'm not as tuned in as Kyle is. Right. Well, you, don't, you don't want to read about the Packers every day, and I do. I get it. <laughs> But yeah, I was with you on Martin, but it's just he just hasn't had a great camp from what I read. He's been hurt. He's been behind the other guys. So, but uh, yeah, that's that's good. I can cut him and free up a spot. There you go. So, is there anything before we move on? Is there anything this upcoming week, preseason week two, that you guys are? looking at specifically is there a certain player is there a certain team are you looking for a certain role um that you are looking at this week because we're like i said some teams from what i heard 
recently. Teams don't know what to do with these next two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, so are they using week two as their dress rehearsal, or is they using week three as the dress rehearsal because we've lost the week of pre one week of preseason? Um, is there any player or team or scheme or whatever that you're looking for in week two? That's hey, I need to pay attention here. Well, going into the season, I was kind of high on um, the Vikings DN two. You know, who's going to win that job yes. over there? And, Yes. I had a lot of Janarius Robinson shares, like I spoke about previously, and I wanted I took to kind of because I mean you kind of talked about that the other day. Yeah, I, I wanted to like cut my losses on that. I've traded him in one league, and uh, only own one share of him now. Uh, I liked his length. I liked uh, a highlight that I saw in his tape that stuck out to me was he chased down the. Uh, Duke running back. He's a uh, I can't remember. Yeah, he like ran him down. If, mm-hmm. if you guys have a chance to see that clip, I, I posted it in our league and probably the other league as well. Uh, I mean, 30 yards, he just chases down a running back. But he doesn't really have a solid base. You know, he's his legs are for uh, – defensive end or defensive lineman, you know, he doesn't have what it takes. And he's, I've been seeing, he's been getting pancaked in practice. And uh, so I've kind of fallen off of that perch where I've kind of had him as one of, you you had asked me some guys that nobody was taking, you know, where uh, nobody knew of them. And I I had mentioned his name and I wanted to kind of recant a bit on him and let people know that I did sell. Uh, one share, and uh, I've, I've held on to one just in case because he does have some great length and athletic talent and all that. But if you want my advice, my true opinion on what's going to happen with that, I'm more and more convinced by the day that Patrick Jones is going to win that DN2 spot for the Vikings. I love Patrick Jones. Um, that's that is, I, I agree with you. That's an interesting role opposite of Daniel Hunter because you got the Stephen Weatherly, the old vet, and um, then you got DJ Wanham, who's a guy that they like, and then you know Jones um, in the mix as well out of Pitt, who I'm a big fan of Patrick Jones. So that's a interesting, interesting uh, a spot to keep an eye on. On who, you know, it's going to be a rotation, but who is somebody going to run away with it? You know. Another spot I was kind of looking at in the preseason and it's because I own some Tommy uh, Togia or Togia uh, shares is, is the Cleveland D tackle spot with um, shout out Waller Richardson. Togia. <laughs> shout out Mike Waller. That was his guy too, right? Last week. Sorry, you guys yeah. are freezing in and out on me. Sorry. Uh, You're good. I, Sheldon Day had the strip sack on Trevor Lawrence's either his first, I think it was his first uh, snap. And mm. uh, our buddy Permafrost uh, thought that uh, <laughs> Togiai had something to do with that based on something he's seen from some twatter. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't really say what I want to say, but uh, anyways, say uh, yeah, I know, but I, I don't want to 
there's certain words that I shouldn't say. And I'll uh, just blame Kyle. It's all Kyle's fault. You're good to go. So basically, I've been looking at that Cleveland D tackle spot, and you know you got Billings there, who the coach said is the strongest human being he's ever saw, and all that. And you know I have some shares of uh, the kid out of Missouri. Uh, blanking on his name right now because I'm drunk, but uh, Jordan Elliott. Jordan oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. I'm not impressed with what I've seen or what I've heard out of him at all. He dropped down to 285. I guess he lost like 10 pounds. Right. And he based from what it sounds like, he did it on his own. And like coaches are like, get back up to 300, you know? And uh, so he hasn't looked good. I. You know, Togia, Togia, however it's pronounced, has hasn't really, uh, yeah, blown the doors off anybody either. So that Cleveland D tackle spot is something I'm kind of interested in. And Sheldon Day had a real nice rep there, where he uh, he looped outside and, and came back in and had the strip sack on on Trevor Lawrence, and he's got all that hype. But you know, I think he's had a career high of two sacks. In his life, maybe, you know, he's a one-sack, yeah. two-sack kind of guy. So, uh, I don't really feel great about uh, anybody there, you know what I mean, to produce from an IDP perspective. But that was another spot I was looking at. Yeah. And uh, the Raiders linebackers are kind of something I've been keeping an eye on because mm-hmm. Corey Littleton, I, I sold my shares of Corey and uh, – me too. I saw him I, everywhere. And this Javen White is just kind of intriguing to me, even though I think it's hilarious that, uh, you know, Dave, David Carr goes on uh, national television <laughs> on NFL Live or whatever it was and says so he's going to be – he's got a Hall of Fame buzz, uh, <laughs> you know. And uh, he, he ran a four five eight, and he comes out of UNLV. And uh, he played pretty well everywhere. If you look at the tape, you know, he's, he's very versatile. And uh, I think he's definitely in the mix, right? You got Tanner Muse there, and you got uh, Divine Diablo. And, I, think they, uh, I think they like Morrow uh, a lot there, too. Yeah, for sure they do. But, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys think like I do, but I think, you know, Morrow's kind of got a cap. Or, you know what I yeah, mean? Like right. a, li- a little Morrow, bit of a limited ceiling. It's not that I like Morrow that much. It's that they, they seem to like him, and they went that way last year. Um, but, no, I, I agree with you. I'm not a huge Nick But Morrow Littleton guy. is the guy that I'm kind of, like, thinking, who could replace him, right? Like, you know, he's – ever since they, they paid him big bucks, uh, I mean, I know they're paying the man, and, but it's Gruden, right? And – Gruden has obviously kind of dropped the ball on, you know, like they didn't play. He He's not scheme-wise. He's not uh, playing to his strengths, obviously. You can't go from the year he had with the Rams to the year he had with the Raiders. And I'm sort of kind of cutting bait on him, and I'm wondering maybe there might be something to replace him, even though the dollars don't make sense in, in that regard that's sort of something i was looking at as well right uh but one guy that i'm real quick that i'm looking forward to watching this week is jok um down in cleveland um he had a few nice reps um i want to see more picker 
You no, cherry picker. I, well, I seen I seen today that Mac Wilson and Jacob Phillips got dinged up, and he got some run with the ones. And that linebacker group with Walker already dinged up is banged up. I want to see more JOK playing off ball linebacker just because I want to see how he translates. And uh, that's Mac Wilson's hurt too. I seen him and, and Jacob Phillips were dinged up, so uh, JOK was running with the ones. So I want to see more of him this week and see what it looks like. And, yeah, yeah, maybe you cut maybe you cut out and you already said Mac Wilson was hurt. Yeah. 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 So they're he's gonna get some run and I want to see what I want to see some more JOK. For yeah. sure. He's my number two linebacker in this year's class. Oh wow. Wow. Dig it. And that and so Jamin Davis is number three. That's how much I love JOK. Who you got at number one? Micah. Where you got Collins? Four? He must have cut out. Just a huge blank spot here. A huge uh, cutout. I don't know if it's no, my I, internet I, or I, what. I said, where do you have Collins? Four? Hello? Well, he may have froze on us. Yep. Collins? Yep, Collins. Four? Hello? Hello. <laughs> I got Micah Parsons one. I don't know if you guys can hear me or not. Yes. J O K was my two. Jamin Davis was my three. Uh, where's my notes? Oh, Zayvon Collins was my my bust pick, if you recall. Ooh, oh wow! Wow. Yeah. I well, you know, you got to go against the grain. You can't just take the low I like hanging. It. I like it, dude. I like it, yeah. man. Yeah, see, I'm because not, see, I'm, I, see, I'm remember I'm I said that JLK his JOK uh, is a pass rush specialist. That's where I have him. I, everybody else is high on him, but I'm not. Now I'm talking talent evaluation here. I'm not talking I, what's going to happen next year. I hear you. I'm talking about ceilings. I, I am too, but I think he's. I think he's going to get lumped into that edge pass rush specialist. If you're looking at linebackers, JOK is not your guy because you're thinking inside. Yeah, I get that. You're thinking Parsons. Yeah. You're thinking Collins. From an IDP perspective. Right. And you're thinking yeah. Bolton. Right? Yeah, I like I like Nick Bolton. I do too. I've I already been Nick on record Bolton. as saying that I think he'll make an easier transition than Willie Gay did. Yep, I'm with you on that. Absolutely, for sure. Sorry, boys. I, you guys are cutting in and out, and I'm trying my hardest to good. interject good, when it comes back, and I don't know what you said sometimes. All good, You're good. But, yeah, I'm a big JOK guy. Like, I loved him. I, I absolutely loved him coming out of ND, and I know he's a little bit of a tweener and all that, and, you know, like you said, landing spot and – that's all big and that's all well and good. But if we're talking about like ceilings, he's my boy. I got Micah Parsons, then I got JOK. I like And I love Jamie Davis too. I love Jamie Davis. Yeah. Well, that's right. And and so if I gotta pick somebody who's gonna bust at all these linebackers, I'm gonna pick Zayvon Collins. And just because somebody that bust, I'm picking JOK. Yeah, but look at Arizona, man. They don't even know how to use uh, Isaiah Simmons. 
You know what I mean? They're Do they uh, not know how to use him, or is he not as good as we thought he was? I doubt that. I think the guy's a unicorn myself. I think you put him in the right system, he's uh he's a superstar. I just think Arizona doesn't know what they're doing sometimes on the defensive end. And uh personally and Zayvon Collins comes from Tulsa, like I, I've spoken about previously on this show, and I just think he got lucky. I saw a lot of shit just fall in his lap, man. Fall in his lap. And so, and oh boy. To, to make the transition from outside <laughs> linebacker to middle, middle linebacker is really like what he's what he should be playing, to be honest, in, in the right. NFL. And I like I like that. I think yeah, that's he's smart. For it. He's yeah, for it. sure. I think that's what he's going to do. And he he's going to kick Simmons to one of those outside spots or even safety. Uh, right, right, Kyle. I yes. mean, no, dude yeah, just, dude yeah. just having some problems, but no, I, I get what dude just saying. But I yes. think, yes, I, if see, here's the thing with Arizona, I love Simmons coming out, I love Collins coming out, but with what I've seen so far, and granted, it's one game and it's preseason week one, which don't mean shit. I'll take Collins over Simmons. Every day of the week, because you said it earlier, Simmons is lost. He doesn't even know. He just doesn't get it right now, or he's not picking up on. He's not in the right system. Maybe so, but right now they're he's, not. They're not. He's they're the not out setting him up to succeed. Right. They're setting him up to fail, and that's what I. That's why I have doubts about Zayvon Collins as well. And why do you even need Zayvon Collins, really? I mean, I understand from a talent evaluation standpoint, if you had him graded ahead of everybody else, and that's fine. But, I mean, you had Jordan Hicks. I'm not saying Jordan Hicks is perfect, but right. now what are you doing? Now you're losing money on Jordan Hicks because you got to trade him. You know what I mean? I just think the whole thing was stupid. I don't think that Arizona, from a, an IDP perspective, I, you know what I mean? I'm kind of just fading that. Right. It's not so much I'm fading Zayvon Collins, even though I am. Right, but it's more about the system and the landing spot, and you know the doubts I have from that perspective more so than you know him as a as a player. Although I do have some doubts, but it's more so based on the fact that he's with the Cardinals. Right. The Cardinals are are the problem. I can say that. I can see that. But, hey, I could definitely see him being the, the number one rookie uh, linebacker, too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But that's why I make this – that's why I take this position. I don't – I don't – I'm not taking anything easy. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, uh, tough Borland might have a, a hard time uh, transitioning to the NFL. <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I'm always I'm always gonna take something that's like it's big. Uh, you know I can't stand these prognosticators. Like, oh my uh, sleeper is um, Cam Akers. You know I know he got injured, <laughs> but you know you know what I mean. Like uh, my my sleeper this year is uh, uh, 
somebody that's like not a sleeper. My 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 bust. Oh, my bust is uh, some guy that's like ridiculously low on the totem pole. It's like fuck off, man. I, I don't even. I can't even put any respect on your name whatsoever with you doing shit like that. Like you got to have something hot. Exactly. Drew Locke, that's hot. <laughs> Top fifteen quarterback, Drew Locke. That's right. I get you. I get you. So, um, moving on here a little bit, we got a couple questions. Um, Twitter user Kangalang at Blue Smash. He Kangalang. Kangalang. Um, he says, "Is the boot off yet for Colts rookie?" Defensive antiquity pay. Uh, yes, the boot is off. He returned to practice on Tuesday, um, which is a big positive. I, I really like this kid. I think he has a lot of potential for them. I think you have to pump the brakes. There's some expectations can get too high with rookies at times, but I really like his potential with them. Yes, I He's back to practice, like you said, which is a good sign. I'm a I'm a Quiddy Pay fan myself, and a known Michigan fan. So, um, obviously, I'm a little bit of a homer there. But the biggest thing with Quiddy Pay is developing his pass rush skill set because the dude just loved to bull rush everybody in college, and he got away with it because he was so explosive and strong. And um, so, just you know, it's not going to work all the time in in the league. So, just developing his pass rush skills. Um, he, he's going to be a good player. He's stout against the run. Um, he can hold the edge, and he's in a great spot as a 4-3 DN at Indy for IDP production. So, um, yeah, happy to see that he's back out there, and it's a, a minor ankle deal. I heard uh, – well, we hear this all the time, but Kamiko Ture and uh, Taekwon mm-hmm. Lewis are both having great camps as well. I cut mm-hmm. MAQ, Miami Hurricanes fan. I had to finally let him go. And Ben <laughs> uh, Bonogu. Bonogu, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Benagu at a TCU. I heard he's having a great camp too. So, yep, that's interesting. You know what I mean? I think that's, I agree. That's, uh, the Indianapolis defensive end situation is interesting from an IDP perspective. Lots right. of opportunity there for somebody to seize opposite of uh, Quiddy Pay. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then we got one more question, Nick. I hope I said this name right, Nick Rugnoli at. Nick Brugnoli on Twitter. He says, I drafted Olajari, Osai, and Pay late in my rookie draft this weekend. Couldn't pass up the value. I like it. I plan yeah. on demoting all three to my taxi squad, where I also have Alex Highsmith and AJ Epineza. My active roster is Dunlap, Flowers, Graham, Hubbard, Landry, and Carl Lawson. Who would you cut out of these six defensive ends? Hmm. For me, this is just me. I'm more upside, as you guys know. I'll go younger a lot of times, as I said in previous shows. For me, I'll cut Trey Flowers. Uh, Give me, you know, well, I'll take it back. It'd be Flowers or Hubbard. Give me the upside. Landry, I know what I'm getting, eight to ten sacks. Um, Brandon Graham, I think he's a little bit long in the tooth, eight to ten sacks too. Uh, Dunlap, I know he um, 
he's a little bit different, but I expect a big year for him out of Seattle. Carl Lawson, of course, he got hurt, so you kind of got to pump the brakes. So he doesn't have to do anything. He can just drop that guy down to the IR now, Carl Lawson. He doesn't have to cut anybody. See, that's what I'm thinking, too. You don't cut anybody. You drop Lawson down to IR, and you keep your guys. But But if you got to cut cut Hubbard, don't cut Hubbard. I wouldn't cut Hubbard. I would cut Trey Flowers if it's me. Yeah. Because I'll – Aziz Olajari, I love him in the, in with the Giants. I think he. Well, he's not cutting any of the rookies. He's talking about the six vets on the bottom. Well, he he mentioned six. So yeah, there's six vets on the bottom. Dunlap, oh, six Flowers, Graham, Hubbard, yeah. Um, Smith, Epineza, Dunlap, Flowers, Graham, Hubbard, and Landry and Lawson. I'd uh, cut Epineza. Oh, I hate you. You're a dick. You're a freaking dick. You're such an asshole. <laughs> you did that shit on purpose, you dickhead. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, with, you did. <laughs> just with Lawson on IR. Oh, shit. Yeah, put Lawson on IR. Don't listen to I dudes. definitely wouldn't cut Hubbard, though. If I had to cut one, I'm cutting Brandy Graham. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's more about pressures than anything, to be honest. Like, he doesn't actually produce. Not Nothing against Brandy Graham, but he's, what, 33, 34? No. He's out of Michigan. Yeah, he's out of Michigan too. So oh. look at that, oh Kyle Belfoy, Michigan man. He must be good. He's from the ball sack of freaking Canada. No, he's about to cut his own guy. Own what does guy. that tell you? Mm. He's about to cut his own guy. That means something. True. <laughs> that means something. So, yeah, I mean, I agree with both those. I mean, I've never been a Flowers guy, and uh, Brandon Graham getting long in tooth, like Kyle said. He's yep. more pressures than actual yeah. counting stats for IDP purposes. If you had to cut one of those, Graham or Flowers, who is it? I'm cutting yes, I guess I would have to. But, and here's the reason. I cut Flowers because I think Graham has a little more talent around him in Philadelphia with Hargrave, with Sweat, with really? Barnett. They just got their asses handed to them 35 yeah, nothing I know. by the stanking bats. But those guys didn't start either this week. Yeah, who does got- Flowers have? Tell me who he has. Well, I get it. You got Fletcher. If you're talking to Tier, who's uh, who's on the Detroit D line? Detroit Detroit D line uh, isn't bad now after Ali, the draft. Ali, Mc, Ali McNeil's been playing well. They got Michael Brockers. They got Levi Onwuzuriki when he gets healthy. And yeah, I mean, granted, got, Fletcher, I think Fletcher Cox is a stud. Yes, he has been for years in Philly. So I'm not Javon Hargraves having a good camp. Those guys have proven. Yes, I love McNeil. I love. Levi. They got the Aquara brothers. I mean, I, yeah, Romeo Aquara is a player, and Julian Aquara is having a good camp. I mean, I'll tell you, man, Detroit is going to be tough. They're going to be biting kneecaps <laughs> okay. all day. They are. They are, man. They're going to be tough. I like it. I like Campbell. I like. I like. Uh, I know what they're going to do, man. They're going to try to run the ball down his throat. Jared Goff is underrated, man. He really is. At this point, he's underrated. People can be off the boat all they want on him. He's a buy low. You know, why not? 
are their wide receivers the best in the world? No. Do you need the best wide receivers in the world? No. You know what I mean? Go go out and get yourself a, a stud next year, but you still got a good supporting cast. You got Amon Ross St. Brown. You got Quintez Cephas. You got um, TJ Hawkinson, you know, is going to be a beast. He's probably going to be their number one wide receiver. Uh, I, I, I think the Lions are going to be tough. You know what I mean? They're not going to be uh, real good, obviously, but they're not going to be as bad as people think. Yeah, they're not going to be the their D line is going to be pretty fucking nasty. I think. I think they're going to be. Uh, they're going to be all right. They're not going to be a pushover. You know, they might only win four games or five or you know six, but they're going to be a, a tough team to play every week. I think. Right, and I agree with you. I think the right move here is to put Carl Lawson on IR, so you don't have to cut anybody. Um, but if for some reason that's not an option, I think I'm cutting Trey Flowers. I, I, I would cut him over Brandon Graham. All right, Trey Flowers. I got to go buy him up. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you yeah. do. I've been off him my whole life, but now I'm going to have to get a couple of shares it, right? real cheap, man. Yep, he's about to go off. He's going to have a career year. What year is his contract? Is he in a contract year? No. Well, that's that's a good question that I don't know actually. I don't uh, think so. He's not. I don't believe. I don't so I'm gonna have either. to side with Kyle Belfoy again. I'm gonna oh have to God. cut Graham if I have to cut anybody. Yes, you are. Why wouldn't you? Freaking Jesus Christ! I don't know about Dunlap either, though. You know, like how old is he? He's got to be uh, him and Graham. Old. I think he's older than Graham. Oh, I don't know. Do you know, Kyle? That's why, I, that's I think why they're I pretty close. I, I, I think Dunlap's 32, if I'm as Hey, you're freaking. I hate you. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, whatever, dude. Anyway, good stuff. Love it, guys. Um, anything else y'all will. Uh, Want to talk about? Got on your mind? Yeah. Javen White, man. Hall of Fame. <laughs> Javen White, Hall of Famer. Pick him up now. Going to win you 18 championships. Greatest idiot of all time, told you. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> don't, don't forget. <laughs> the greatest idiot of all time. Our favorite idiot. We love him. You bet. <laughs> You're damn right. Expos hat. God bless wearing America. Freaking West Virginia, Tavon Austin, Jersey wearing fool. We love him. <laughs> He's the man. Hardest hitting safety ever to come out of Canada right That's there, right. folks. That's exactly He's right. up hose down. <laughs> hey, if he squares you up, your day is over. Let yep. me tell you. If that 7.1% can't swim, she's bound to drizz out. <laughs> Oh, All right, guys. Um, feel free to hit us up with all your questions, trades, um, drafts, anything you got. Let us know, and uh, we'll get the question. We'll get the answers to your questions. Um, hopefully, Kyle won't go on another damn vacation this week. But in case well, he does, I got a backup plan. I got this. I'm on vacations. I'll be here for you, buddy. Oh, Jesus Christ. I know you missed me too much when I'm gone. 
what the hell did I do to deserve all this? Brought it on yourself. Uh, I did, right? I did. You did. So. Jesus. You can, anyway. fire me, you can fire me all you want, but you keep bringing me back. No, I'm firing you. I'll fire your ass every week. <laughs> I hate Dan. You know what? I hate him. This is all his fault. For making you better? <laughs> huh? Oh, Kyle shit. Belfoy makes you better. Just admit it. Nope. <laughs> I don't even know. Kyle he Belfoy. remembers the names we forget in our old age. Oh, I remember when I had a mind like a steel trap like Kyle Belfoy. It's ball not. sack in Canada. Not, not a steel trap. Then I stopped caring about life. <laughs> and that's when I became the greatest idiot of all time. Yeah. Hey, well, we appreciate you joining us, dude. It was appreciate fun, you guys man. having me. Oh, I sure. love the dude. Kyle, not so much. Oh, I know that. You're better than this, Kyle. I'm not. That's the worst part. Oh. I'm just not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. It was a great show. Uh, love all the insight. And uh, like I said, got any questions, trades, any of that good stuff, let us know. We're glad to help, and we will see you next week. Peace out. God bless America.